Hallelujah. So good to be back online and uh, as we prepare to receive and minister to the Lord, let's worship Him who is worthy in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Father of mercies, God of all comfort, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your holy name. Hallelujah. Precious Lord Jesus. Precious Lord Jesus. Precious Lord Jesus. Thank you for what you've done. He is Lord. He is Lord. He has risen from the dead. And he is Lord. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. He is Lord. He is Lord. He has risen from the dead and he is Lord. Yes, my knee shall bow and my tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah to the Lamb that was slain. Hallelujah to the one who is worthy. O Mashereste Manacrusto Belina Manda Vrando Coma Rande Reste Brando Praze Brolo Custo Frebe Deligiondo Hallelujah Mambrolo Velderiste Ale coramenta balma rasababarke lubredisa mahavafa velete mai. We worship you, crucibala jaratala, prene cabaduca sobre diste. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Abragolos camaranda bariande, hallelujah, maracaste. Brelo zokruto bolo kusa paranda rabalva taramashika lumokuro porokusto mele presti hallelujah mandoroste prezibelendere meldesti apramalvoloso mohura kalte krido somoroduso pristevelivando masamarataya we worship you la pekarabi sahanista. Mono vonte presti meno duste, hallelujah. Oste mazu procusem brizolo kufalatamaya. Worship you, worship you, worship you. Balazamalandarabakandarabisakutor. Arukol melevia prazilinde, hallelujah. Mashahani, alemon zamalandere sabora castabris. Vono tomola manika lenore di asamaduka samalda. 
Vrambo Yakalda Selimando in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Hallelujah, we give you thanks in the name of Jesus. We give you thanks in the name of Jesus. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Blessed be your holy name. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I saw someone with, uh, uh, he was holding, or the person was holding the left knee. Looks like there's pain there, and the mercy of God is available. Just receive in the name of Jesus. He's holding on to the left knee, folded like that. Mercy of God is healing that knee right now. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. We refuse every lying thing in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Faithful God, hallelujah. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for restoration. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. Let's uh, open up our Bibles today to the book of Psalms, and we look in Psalm 92, praise God, the Psalms were the uh, hymn and song book of the Jewish people and was divided into five sections according to the five uh, books of the law, starting with Genesis there. So you see a lot of praise and thanksgiving to the Lord in these books, but uh, it's a blessing. Thank you, Jesus. From verse 12, it says, Psalm 92, The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, or like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. Verse 13 continues, In the courts of our God, they shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Verse 14 and then 15. To show that the Lord is upright, he is my rock. There is no unrighteousness in him. Hallelujah. A nice lineup of scriptures there. To God, this is proof that he is upright that he is righteous, that he does not change, that he is a good God, that even in old age, as the years go on, it does not reduce his faithfulness, but that those that are planted in the house of the Lord, they flourish. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Uh, It is said that there was a person who happened to notice among some tribal people that they were wearing a chain that was 
or a necklace that was made out of seeds, you know, and um, the seeds were many hundreds of years old, but it was formed uh, into jewelry. And then when the seed was planted, guess what? It brought forth uh, plants and seeds and fruits. Very interesting. So that's how powerful the seed is and how amazing the power that's in there can still work after all of those years. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we are not going to discount God's power, even in the natural, just to see a seed like that producing after all that time, how pregnant with God's power could be his seed, even the word of God. Hallelujah. Let's hear from verse 12 to verse 15 out of Psalm 92 in Canada also. Nitivantanu Kajura Marada Hage Chiguruvanu, Lebanoni Naliruva Devadarina Hage Bediuvanu, Avaru Kartana Alaya Dali Nedal Patu Nama Devara Angalagadali Ruddi Aguvaru, Mudi Praya Daliu Fala Falisuvaru, Avaru Pushti Agi Ruddi Aguvaru, Kartanu Yatartanu Nana Bandeu Agidane, Atanali Aniti Ruvadilla. Hallelujah. So there is this amazing, amazing potential that God has put into seeds that they can uh, produce after their own kind. And he has trusted that ability which he has given to the seed uh, to feed the whole earth. And till today we are here and we are being fed by that word seed that Jesus, the Lord, the Creator himself spoke and uh, left upon the earth for us to Enjoy the benefit. Amazing. So just to know that this is the reality is uh, sometimes shattering. That everything is based on the power within that seed to be able to uh, move on and live and flourish and grow and develop till we leave the earth. The Bible declares that the word of God is seed. In First Peter chapter one twenty three says we are born again not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God which liveth and abideth for ever. Hallelujah. Incorruptible seed. Thank you, Jesus. That that's what gave birth to our spirit man, and that it is incorruptible. Hallelujah. Continuing in verse twenty four, all flesh is as grass. And all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. The grass withereth, the flower thereof falleth away. But, notice that, the word of the Lord endureth forever. This is the word by which the gospel is preached unto you. Hallelujah. It's interesting to realize how far and how well God has thought about us and committed our entire being, even in the natural, to this power in the seed. And that our spirit man, however, is going to endure forever, and therefore it had to be born of incorruptible seed, which lives and abides forever. Our natural bodies came from corruptible seed, which, as the scripture says, its beauty will wither 
like the flower that fades away. <clears throat> but the word of the Lord endures forever. And therefore our spirit man will endure forever. Hallelujah. Amazing how all of these things are plainly written with such uh, authority and uh, an absoluteness about it. Hallelujah. Let's hear verse 23 uh, to 25 also in Kannada. ಇವು ತಿರುಗಿ ಹುಟ್ಟಿದವರಾಗಿದ್ದೀರಲ್ಲ ಆ ಜನ್ಮವು ನಾಶವಾಗುವ ಬೀಜದಿಂದ ಉಂಟಾದದ್ದಲ್ಲ ನಾಶವಾಗದ ಬೀಜದಿಂದಲೇ ಉಂಟಾದದ್ದು ಅದು ದೇವರ ಸದಾ ಜೀವವುಳ್ಳ ವಾಕ್ಯದ ಮೂಲಕವಾಗಿ ಉಂಟಾಯಿತು ನರಜಾತಿಯೆಲ್ಲ ಹುಲ್ಲಿನ ಹಾಗಿದೆ ಮನುಷ್ಯನ ಪ್ರಭಾವವೆಲ್ಲ ಹುಲ್ಲಿನ ಹೂವಿನಂತಿದೆ ಹುಲ್ಲು ಒಣಗಿ ಹೋಗುವುದು ಅದರ ಹೂವು ಉದುರಿ ಹೋಗುವುದು ಕರ್ತನ ಮಾತೋ ಸದಾಕಾಲವೂ ಇರುವುದು ಅದು ಯಾವುದೆಂದರೆ ನಿಮಗೆ ಸಾರಲ್ಪಟ್ಟ ಸುವಾರ್ಥಾವಾಕ್ಯವೇ Glory to God. So here we have these uh, interesting comparisons which lead us to thinking more and more about the fact that there is a part of us that will endure forever. Hallelujah. And um, God is trusting us to enjoy and rest in the fact that the word of God is enduring forever. Hallelujah. When everything else fails, you can be sure that the word of the lord is going to see us through tide us over into eternity praise the lord and therefore we thank god that without seeing we have believed and accepted this wonderful gospel that christ died for us paid for our sins went to hell for us was roasted in the fires of hell suffered the torture of hell for us but then because he went in our place not as a martyr but as our substitute after the full bill was paid he himself was justified praise god before god before heaven's justice the last shekel of justice was meted out paid in full and therefore death could not hold him the spirit of god took him out of hell put him into his body quickened his natural body raised him from the dead hallelujah and he ascended on high and sat down at the right hand of majesty on high where today he speaks on our behalf and uh thank god that that's the gospel hallelujah and whoever believes that is saved whoever uh is assured of that reality in his heart uh and says it out is saved thank god and you and i have accepted that this is eternal praise god something on the inside bore witness with you and you accepted that reality your man on the inside the inner man accepted it hallelujah and so you and i are guilty of believing the gospel <laughs> praise the lord hallelujah glory to god let's also go to the book of acts and notice there how interesting this is Peter is being um sort of interrogated indirectly as he is uh, giving an explanation to the Jewish people uh the religious folk of his day about how he had to go to a Cornelius a certain Cornelius who was uh, a gentile and preach in his house and give the gospel by signs of angels and heaven itself showing up and he was divinely guided there 
So he's rehearsing the whole incident. It happened in Acts 10, and then in 11, he's telling them all about it. Verse 12 says, The Spirit bade me go with them, nothing doubting. However, these six brethren accompanied me, and we entered into the man's house. There were six brothers who were believers, uh, but from a Jewish background, who came into that house and uh, originally, it was unlawful for them to have fellowship and uh, meet with people who were not of the Jewish origin. That was the way uh, they were brought up. So he goes into the man's house, verse 13, and he showed us how he had seen an angel in his house, which stood and said unto him, Send men to Joppa. And call for Simon, whose surname is Peter. Specific directions there by this angel to call for Peter. And the, the angel announces in verse 14, Who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Interesting here how plainly the angel said that Peter would give you Words, hallelujah, whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. <laughs> Very interesting. The Bible declares there that salvation comes by words. Praise God. And by believing words and speaking words. Very interesting that it is not any other, in quote, physical thing that saves anybody, but words that are rooted in God's love and God's mercy for us, providing the sacrifice, the ransom, which no man could pay. And that was the perfect one, the Lord Jesus himself, dying for us, paying the price, was found pure and holy in God's eyes, and so death could not hold him, and therefore he was raised from the dead, and he's alive forevermore. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so these words are vital. Words are important. Words have eternal significance. And uh, thank God for them. Hallelujah. Notice that he said, Words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. There was a certain definiteness about it, that by those words you would be saved. Hallelujah. And it's really powerful to notice that. And he explains that as I began to speak, verse 15, the Holy Ghost fell on them as on us at the beginning. Glory to God. So the Holy Spirit confirmed this and the Spirit of God fell in that place and they believed the message that God is no respecter of persons, that in any nation those who revere Him, those who trust Him, those who honor his word would be saved. And the Spirit of God fell there and they spoke with tongues and glorified God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we cannot underestimate the power of these kind of words and utterances. And therefore, you and I have the privilege of enjoying these kind of realities. Glory to God. Speaking in... 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's do uh, the Canada uh, of 
Acts 11, also from 12 to 14. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so Paul speaking in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 said, in verse 1 he said, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God, he said it was not in any oratorial skills or persuasive type of uh, you know, human effort. But in verse 2 he says, For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we are not leaning on any of our skills per se, but we are trusting in the fact that Jesus Christ came to save us through His own shedding of blood, giving up of life, and that is what we need to keep in our thoughts as we minister that this reality would be brought forth. And so uh, it may look like we are weak and we don't have any persuasiveness or any natural ability per se, but we are trusting that Christ offered his life blood, and so we have nothing but his blood and his mercy, his life to offer. Hallelujah to whoever will believe it. Thank God. Hallelujah. And he continues in verse 6. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Hallelujah. So you can see that that crucifixion and releasing of his life blood on our behalf was the secret. What looked like weakness, uh, the power of the world and its ability to so-called kill a person, shed their blood, which looks like weakness for us, however, became the very wisdom of God and the power of God. And so he takes the wise in their own craftiness and catches them in their own ways. When they dig the pit, in fact, they fall into it. Praise God. So here God used that wisdom, hidden wisdom, and that he would die, he would be subject to death and they could not reason that out. That is the world. And they often think just about external things. They do not see the love and compassion of God and how he was trusting everything to that seed and the power of the seed to bring forth resurrection and brand new life. Hallelujah. The purity and power of the seed is what God is trusting. Hallelujah. Not any external effort really, because the flesh is weak. 
There is nothing good in the flesh. It is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh, profited nothing. So many testaments or tes- testimonies of the flesh there saying that there is nothing special about the flesh, that it just uh, fades away like the flower. But the word of the Lord endures forever. Hallelujah. So God is actually trusting his word to work in our lives also. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 9 continues, But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Praise God. This is uh, huge in its scope. Amazing how much God has spoken in all of these things. That there is nothing that you can imagine right here which God uh, has actually prepared for you. This is beyond the natural realm. And that God reveals it to us by His Spirit. Verse 10 continues, yes, the deep things of God. Hallelujah. So we are trusting the Spirit of God and His Word to unveil things to us which eyes have not seen nor ears heard, neither entered the heart of man. Praise God. Verse 12 says, But we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us, which things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Hmm. Glory to God. God is trusting that we will be able to uh, see those things and speak them out, which uh, man... Natural man cannot understand. Verse 14, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. He that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man, for who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of the Christ. We have this amazing privilege of tapping into the mind of the Christ, the Anointed One, His anointing, the very Creator Himself, and uh, to even reason like Him and think and act as He acted and have eternal consequences positively coming to our benefit as we speak words, as we trust the spoken word The eternal seed, we're expecting to see results which natural people may find hard to believe that you are just speaking things and trusting a certain law to work which even human understanding cannot uh, produce. Praise God. So let's see if we can uh, read a thing or two there. Verse 12, maybe of 1 Corinthians 2, and then... Uh, through to verse 14. 
ಪ್ರಾಕೃತ ಮನುಷ್ಯನು ದೇವರಾತ್ಮನ ವಿಷಯಗಳನ್ನು ಅಂಗೀಕರಿಸುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಅವು ಅವನಿಗೆ ಹುಚ್ಚುತನವಾಗಿ ತೋರುತ್ತವೆ ಇಲ್ಲವೇ ಅವು ಆತ್ಮವಿಚಾರದಿಂದ ತಿಳಿಯತಕ್ಕವುಗಳಾಗಿರಲಾಗಿ ಅವನು ಅವುಗಳನ್ನು ಗ್ರಹಿಸಲಾರನು so we have this reality stated here uh, and you can see that he is definitely arguing and putting forth the superiority of the word and the mind of the christ and how it's available to us as believers verse 16 for who has known the mind of the lord that he may instruct him but we have the mind of christ hallelujah glory to god what a privilege we have the very thoughts of christ we are able to tune in and receive Hallelujah. romans 11:34 quotes similar thoughts it says who has known the mind of the lord or who has been his counselor praise god see to be able to go into the depths of the mind of the lord that privilege has been given to us isaiah 40:13 says the same kind of language who has directed the spirit of the lord or being his counselor has taught him glory to god so they in this uh, thoughts here are saying what a privilege we have to be able to actually think the way god thinks to be a partaker of his thoughts to just know that this is how god thinks which wisdom the princes of this world did not know for if they had known it they would not have crucified the lord of glory hallelujah let's hear verse 16 also in kannada kartana manassannu tilidukondu aatanige upadeshisuvavanaru namagadaro kristana manassu iruttade glory to god so you can see hiding in that weakness of someone just crucified you know is the power of this god hallelujah he was crucified in weakness and uh, sometimes it looks like just a weak symbol of a god who's claiming to be almighty but that is what has been poured out for us and he had to become weak with our own weakness he had to become poor with our poverty he had to be a uh, sin with our own sin hallelujah which none of the princes of this world knew that it was not martyrdom but substitution otherwise they would not have crucified the lord of glory hallelujah let's hear verse 8 also in kannada idannu aajnanavannu ihalokaadi patigalalli yaru ariyalilla arithiddare avaru mahimeyulla kartanannu shilubege haakuttiralilla So it's a different kind of wisdom, it's a different kind of understanding. It doesn't make sense in the natural and uh, the natural mind cannot receive it. It's foolishness to him. But you and I have become the very partakers of that mind and thinking, that very nature and life through this seeming weakness that God displayed for us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. glory to god glory to god hallelujah thank you jesus so what looks like inconsequent nothing just words what looks like nothing special in the natural realm is where we release god's life god's power and that is where god works 
and shows his own person. Hallelujah. Glory to God. His own faithfulness. And we need to become more and more aware of that and uh, begin to rest in that area and begin to relax in these things that God has already saved us, for instance. He has already finished that work. Hallelujah. And he's trusting that we can use his word and use these divine realities to bring forth things which eyes have not seen nor ears heard, which has not even entered the heart of man, that you and I can actually have his own mind and his way of doing things and see his own results on the earth, even in this day and hour. Hallelujah. So let's take advantage of these things and let us begin to uh, release this reality on the earth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As we think on this, have we done verse 8? Yeah. Let's go forward and uh, ponder a thing or two. Glory to God. Let's turn into the book of Philippians. Philippians, the second chapter. Notice how it goes in verse 1. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. Praise God. Here he begins to give us uh, the essence of the mind of Christ, that God looked at us and, and esteemed us so precious that he desired our life to be delivered and our own lives to be blessed more than his own, in quote, affection for his son and gave his son for us, uh, esteeming us to be so special in his eyes. Hallelujah. Verse 4 says, Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So you can see that this is the core of his thinking, where he's looking at us and saying, you are worth it and you are uh, precious. In fact, more precious than my own life, that I can give my life for you. Hallelujah. And this is his mind. This is how he thinks. And the world thinks that's a loss and you are wasting and giving up. But this is the mind of the Creator Himself. Hallelujah. This has to be accepted because it goes against the grain of the natural thinking, the natural mind. The natural uh, mind thinks that to give up and lay down and offer up is a loss. You are losing everything. But in God's eyes, this is how his thinking, the creator himself, operates. It's not natural. It's based on that eternal law. Hallelujah. That he's going to receive a harvest and he's going to receive God kind of benefits. Hallelujah. 
that is going to accrue to deliver uh, many and uh, affect eternity. Praise God. And we are told to allow this mind dominate us. The same mind which was in Christ. Hallelujah. And of course the mechanism of it all is explained. Only Paul brought forth these kind of things at that period and speaks to us, the church, who are already saved. Who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Hallelujah. He did not grasp to hold on to divinity but laid it aside and became like us. Hallelujah. And became of no reputation and thought that we were worth it. Hallelujah. Verse 7, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. So he did not decide to become an angel. In fact, he went lower than the angelic realm and he became like us. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. Verse 8 continues, became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Now you can see how God looked at that death. It was despicable. Praise God. It was the worst kind of death. And the result was, verse 9, Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Hallelujah. And the divine course of events is that promotion has to come and honor has to come. Honor beyond any other. Hallelujah. God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Hallelujah. The mention of the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow. Things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth. Every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. It's wonderful that we have bowed our knee already. One day, everyone is going to bow to the name of Jesus. But those who have accepted this divine wisdom, this heavenly weakness, in quote, and accepted the power of the salvation of the Lamb of God, who has taken away the sins of the world, and the sin of the world, praise God, that we have actually bowed our knee Right now. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Thank you Jesus. Inescapable reality that everyone is going to bow their knee to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Notice how verse 12 connects with it. Wherefore my beloved as you have always obeyed. So this is what he's saying. That they were obedient. They were an obedient set of people. And what is he talking about? Being obedient to this kind of thinking. Hallelujah. So we're called to obey this form of thought where you begin to look at others, not just as yourself, but even, in quote, better than yourself. Hallelujah. Isn't that interesting? And that if you tap into that way of thinking and begin to demonstrate it, you are going to also tap into the honor that it produces as a result. God's results. God's mind when acted upon, produces God's results. Hallelujah. And uh, Jesus is the proof of it that his name is above every other name. 
His name causes every other knee to bow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, uh, there it is. This is what he was actually pleading with them to do. He said, Wherefore, my beloved, in verse 12, as you've always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So he's saying here that this is actually a way to work out your own salvation or to demonstrate outside in the body and in your daily life the salvation that has become yours in the spirit realm. Hallelujah. By esteeming others better than yourself. This should be the thinking or the core of all our actions. It should be our motivation that others are better than ourselves and we are here to make sure that they receive good. This is divine thinking. This is the mind of the Christ and this is the kind of mind that we have. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And verse 13 continues, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. This is what God works with. This is what God is effectively working from within us. Hallelujah. And so we need to do it properly, do all things without murmurings and disputings. Don't complain while you're at it. This is the mind of the Christ. Jesus did not complain and whine about it. He kept his mouth shut so that he would do it right. He said, don't you know that I could just open my mouth and call for legions of angels. Thousands of angels would have come to rescue him from that moment. But he had to keep his mouth. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. Some thoughts there. Just uh, uh, think about these things. You don't have to swallow them hook, line, and sinker. But we will try to keep everything in the context of the word so that you can see uh, the simple way God thinks. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see if we can get something out of this in Canada also from verse 1 um, to verse 5. ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನಲ್ಲಿ ಪ್ರತಿಯೊಬ್ಬನು ಸ್ವಹಿತವನ್ನು ಮಾತ್ರ ನೋಡದೆ ಪರಹಿತವನ್ನು ಸಹ ನೋಡಲಿ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತ ಯೇಸುವಿನಲ್ಲಿದ್ದ ಮನಸ್ಸೇ ನಿಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿ ಇರಲಿ ಹಾಲೆಲೂಯಾ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಸೀ ಹೌ ವೀಕ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸೌಂಡ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಹೌ ಫೂಲಿಶ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೌಂಡ್ಸ್ ಟು ಬಿಗಿನ್ ಟು ಎಸ್ಟೀಮ್ ಅದರ್ಸ್ ಬೆಟರ್ ಬೆಟರ್ ದನ್ ಆರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಸ್ ವಾವ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಮೆಗಾ ಫೂಲ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಿ ಬಿಗೆಸ್ಟ್ ಫೂಲ್ देयर ಇಸ್ You can see that it doesn't make any sense. But this is the mind of the Christ. This is the mind that the scripture says we have the mind of Christ. Amen. We had read earlier from 1 Corinthians 2, in the 16th verse, that who has been his counselor, but we have the mind of the Christ. Amen. Notice how 
1 Corinthians 3 develops the theme, verse 1. It says, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. So the Corinthian church was uh, a very carnal church, and they were like natural people. The more natural you are, the more carnal you are, or flesh-ruled. And in development, you are called a babe in Christ. He said he could not speak to them as spiritual. Verse 2 said he did what every baby should uh, be privileged to have. He said he fed them with milk, not with meat. For hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are you able. So there is a growth pattern there that you cannot stuff the meat down the baby's throat. Just, hey, that's insane. You can't do that. Rather, they should be fed with milk. And after some time, the natural growth will take place and digestive systems would begin to grow and develop and you can feed them semi-solid and then solid uh, eventually. Praise God. However, there is a role involved there in the recipient, in the one who's hearing also, that they need to also recognize that and accept it and step away from natural thinking and go into God's kind of thinking. Hallelujah. Notice verse 3. For you are yet carnal, whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions. Are you not carnal? And walk as men, which is actually mere men or ordinary men. Hallelujah. So this is the world's kind of way where you're competing. You are striving against somebody else. They are your competition. You are dividing. You are uh, actually clawing at each other, trying to hinder the other person and outdo them. That's the world. And so we are not going to be Involved in envy, in strife, and division. Hallelujah. That's not God's wisdom. That's worldly wisdom. That's how the world operates. They say that they are here, and they are not like us, and they are better than us, and then they cheat us. (laughs) They say they are do-gooders or whatever, you know, they have welfare in mind, they are thinking about everybody and how to uh, benefit humanity, but at the same time, they are cheating you. See, that's another way of doing things. Sound like everything is great, but internally, what's going on is very dubious. Hallelujah. With God, it's the other way around. The external efforts may not look so great in the beginning, but the internal has to be right. Hallelujah. Praise God. It has to come from a certain way of thinking, from the very mind of Christ, not from a fleshly uh, motivation. Praise God. It has to come from this core thinking that you are esteeming the other person, not just equal to yourself, but even Better than yourself. When a person says it for the first time that if God were to offer uh, a gift and then give it to you and then say that this gift is for you, 
And the question asked is, which is more valuable, the gift or the person that you are giving the gift to? It makes you scratch your head a little bit and you think, of course, the person is more valuable than the gift. Amen. And you are just appreciating the person and saying how precious they are, how valuable they are, and giving them a gift. So God so loved us. And He saw our preciousness and valued it so much that He gave the gift of His Son. And that gift belongs to the whole world, to every single person out there. But you and I have accepted that gift, the preciousness of the gift of His Son, the Lord Jesus, and that makes us blessed. Hallelujah. Praise God. We have bowed our knees. And we are now therefore... Uh, privy to and allowed into his own thinking. We are seen as custodians of the very mind of the Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Notice how the fourth chapter begins in verse 1. Let, no, let a man so account of us as the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mystery, mysteries of God. <clears throat> Notice that we are now looked at as stewards. Praise God. Stewards. Let a man so account of us as ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Hallelujah. So you're being looked at now, someone who has uh, the very mind of Christ, and you are custodian and a steward of that thinking and that mind. You are carrying the mysteries of God. Hallelujah. Isn't that interesting? That's how it develops in the mind of God. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can read 1 Corinthians 3, um, verse 1 to 3, first of all. Sahodarare, Nananto Atman in the Nadisikuluvarige, Takante Nima Sangada, Matanada Larade, Prapanchikaru, Kristan Ali, Elekusugalu, Agiruvantavarige, Takante Nima Sangada, Matanada Bekaitu Nimage Halu Kudisideno, Anna Kodalilla, Anna Tinu Navadake, Nimage Shakti Ralilla, Illave Eagle Adaru Shakti Illa Nivu Inu Prapanchikaragi Diri, Nimmalage Hote Kichu, Jagada, Vedagalu Iruvali Nivu, Prapanchikaragi Du Manusharante Nadeuti Ralave. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Isn't that interesting that in that same third chapter, that's where he talks about uh, being a laborer with God, watering the seed, producing uh, rewards. And then even building a foundation and then testing the material of the foundation. Can you see that it's all compared to uh, now core values? What was the thought behind it? Was it from the mind of the Christ or was it from the natural person? And that's where uh, things are really going to matter. Praise God. Notice in verse 15, If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. The power of the salvation, that even after the judgment seat of Christ, you are saved, praise God, even though maybe your works were not able to stand the test, that they were burnt up. But you yourself are saved. Hallelujah. Powerful thing, that words were given to us from the mind of God, the mystery 
of the gospel and we accepted it. Simple childlike faith, praise God. That faith came through the message and we received it. And by the grace of God we were saved. Hallelujah. And that salvation even endures the very judgment seat of the Christ. And you are saved. You are not going to lose your salvation just because your works were burnt up. You are saved. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. Such a wonderful thing to know <coughs> that we are saved. Ha ha ha. Isn't that wonderful? Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Thank you Father. Thank you Father. Just to rest in that place is powerful. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In Jude, it says there in the very latter parts of that chapter, he says in verse 24, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank God that He is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. That this wise God and Savior is going to do it for us. Hallelujah. And so we can trust Him to keep us. We can trust Him to present us faultless before His presence. Hallelujah. With his glory, with exceeding joy. Ha 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 ha. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. This is supposed to give us joy. Hallelujah. Woohoo. It's supposed to give us uh, expectation <clears throat> that he's the wise God, that his glory and dominion and power will help us to bring this out in our life here. Praise God. So we are trusting not ourselves, we're trusting him. He is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. Amen. So don't trust yourself. Don't trust your own ability. Let's trust Him. He is able to keep us from falling. Thank you, Jesus. We are resting in His ability to keep us and His ability to present us before the throne. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's hear verse 24 and 25 also in Canada as we uh, go along. Praise God. So you and I have this ability to tap into the mind of Christ and bring forth things that will endure and stand before his throne gloriously. Hallelujah. And uh, have eternal consequences. This flesh and all its uh, so-called works are going to be tested and tried. And uh, some things will not stand. And other things will follow us into glory. Our works will follow us. And we will enjoy the benefit of it one of these days. Hallelujah. 
But there is going to be a trial, there's going to be a testing, there's going to be uh, something that only Jesus can do properly. Hallelujah. The purity of his eyes that see everything. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So he talks there back in 1 Corinthians 3 about the word, how there was Apollos and there was Paul, and they were all involved in just bringing the seed and watering the seed of God's word to us. Praise God. And so um, it's all about his seed. It's all about his word. It's all about keeping that heart ground and uh, producing from the seed, not just from the flesh. Hallelujah. Verse 9 says, We are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry or garden. You are God's building. First he talks about a garden and then he talks about a building. Uh, architecture there according to his grace which is given to him as a wise master builder. He laid the foundation. Another builded thereon. But let every man take heed how he builded thereupon. Or there. For there other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. <clears throat> so there is a foundation, which is our salvation, the Lord Jesus himself. The Lord is my light, the Lord is my salvation. The Lord is the strength of my life. He is our salvation. If any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, Every man's work shall be made manifest. So on top of our salvation, we have this ability to build upon with works. And the works are going to be made manifest. That day will declare it. It will be revealed by fire, a special holy fire that will try every man's work. Of what material uh, intent and purpose it was. And if any man's work abide, which he has built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. The things that abide, the test of that special fire, will receive the reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved. Thank God. So you are saved, but the works may not be all saved. Some of the works may be lost and destroyed. Hallelujah. And so we need to be careful that we can uh, see these things more clearly and understand that we're here to produce works that endure, that we can do it properly. Thank God for His mercy right now. Hallelujah. We give you thanks, Lord. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's hear verse 11 through 13 in Canada also. Akirva Astivaravu Yesu Kristane, Astivaravan Nalade Matundu Astivaravanu Yaru Hakalara Rashte. E Astivara the Mele Chinna Belli Amulia Vada Kalubalu Katige Hulu Aku Ivugadali. Yavadar in the Katigaru Avanavana Kelasavu Vektavaguadu, Yakandare Adinavu Binki Udane Pratekshavagi, A Kelasavanus Pashtavagi Torisuvadu, Avanavana Kelasaventado, A Binki Shodisuvadu. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we want to make sure that our works abide and endure. And we're not trusting in ourselves. We're trusting in Him who is able to keep us and present us faultless, blameless before the throne with exceeding joy, not with any 
feeling of loss. Hallelujah. May he help us. May we lean on him. So you can see how this thing is progressing along from uh, giving us the mind of Christ and then he's working with us to make this thing happen, working with us both to will and do his good pleasure, that which pleases him. Praise God. And that's what he is uh, working with, that we will be able to please him. It may not necessarily uh, please our natural nature, our flesh nature, but it will please him. Hallelujah. And we are learning to think that way. We are learning to agree with him. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. And we want to have eternal rewards. We are saved. Thank God for that. But we want to have rewards that will stand the special fire of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so we want to do it from within because God sees the heart. He does not look on the outward appearance. God sees the things that are within. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So uh, how much mercy do you think you need? Well, that's how much we should take. Let's go for the mercy of God. He's a father and he's the father of mercies and God of all comfort. Praise God. After you have been forgiven, he will comfort you and say it's all right. Hallelujah. We can do this and we go forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look at an interesting scripture over there in Deuteronomy and uh, the 13th chapter. Just to have a sort of eye opener into his way. Deuteronomy 13 verse 1. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder and the sign or the wonder come to pass whereof he spake unto thee saying let us go after other gods which thou hast not known and let us serve them thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams for the Lord your God proveth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. Hallelujah. Very interesting here. He says that, um, that in case there is a person who is a prophet and has seen a vision or dreamt a dream about uh, your situation and he tells you this is what's going to happen, this is what I saw, and it comes to pass. Notice that it actually happens. But then it does not lead you after the Lord in the actual way and path of the Lord, which is His way, His way of doing it, but leads you off in a different way. He's saying there that you don't have to follow that person. You don't have to uh, listen to their advice but, uh, and take them seriously because the Lord is actually proving you or testing you. Isn't that interesting? Hallelujah. He's actually testing you to see whether you love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul. Isn't that interesting? Praise God. That this is what he is uh, all about. That God wants to see whether you actually love him with everything. Praise God. That's going to divide a lot of people, you know, and... uh, It's going to actually make people see the carnal side and the spiritual side of things. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, today we are in a place of wanting to just get what we want by all means. And especially if it comes in the form of a spiritual uh, way, as long as we get it, you know, we may just say, yeah, this is it. But God wants to know whether it's coming from a love and a desire for God or just a desire for seeing something come to pass which we have yearned after. And that's God's way of testing. You have an idea how he tests, how he looks at things. In the middle of all that's going on, he's seeing whether our heart is after him and whether all is given up for him. Praise God. So we all have work to do. Praise God. It's definitely, definitely a lot of work to do. Praise God. Let's hear this also in Canada. Deuteronomy 13, 1 to 3. Very interesting. Gives you an idea how God sees and judges things. Glory to God. In Matthew 22, you can see how uh, someone is supposed to observe and follow God. Someone is asking him there in verse 36, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Praise God. <clears throat> this is a lawyer. His, his motive was wrong. Verse 35 says, One of them which was a lawyer asked him a question, tempting him and saying. So he's using his lawyer's mind, which has traps in it all the time. And you're talking to the mind of the Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Master, which is the great commandment in the law. And Jesus, verse 37, said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. Notice we are saved, but after that we're supposed to uh, keep just one command. Let's keep going. Verse 38, <clears throat> this is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So there's just two actually there. <laughs> that first one and the second one, which is like it. You know, that you just love your neighbor as yourself. Forty says, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, uh, if you are actually trusting God, trusting the Spirit of God, He's going to help you in this direction to be able to love the Lord with all and then love your neighbor as yourself. Hallelujah. This is going to make you fulfill the righteousness and the works, all of that involved there, not by your own strength or by your own ability, but to trust the Spirit of God to help you love the Lord. This is the core. Love the Lord and then love your neighbor as yourself. Hallelujah. So 
This is the way he thinks. Can you see that? And if you're listening to the Spirit of God and yielding to Him, it should be in this direction. And God is checking through it all, sieving through and seeing whether this was the core reason for doing whatever we did. We're saved, thank God, and He's able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before His throne with exceeding joy, the only wise God, our Savior. Everything is His. Hallelujah. But then we have these uh, paths laid out for us to uh, examine and see whether we are on track and whether we're going to have some eternal rewards uh, to not have any um, regrets about. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see if we can get this also in Canada from verse 35 to 40. Yeah, 40. Avarali Nyaya Shastri Agida Ubanu Atananu Shodisu Vadakagi Bodakane Nyaya Pramana Dali Dudda Adni Yavadu Indu Atananu Prashnisidanu Yesu Avanige Ninu Nina Devarada Kartananu Nina Purna Rudaya Dindalu Nina Purna Prana Dindalu Nina Purna Manasin Indalu Pritisabeku E Adniu Modalaneadu Dudadu Agide Adarante Ninu Nina Nerevananu Ninante Pritisabekim Badu Eradaneadu Nyaya Pramana Vellavu Pravada Negalu Yeradu Adnigala Mele Adaragundive and the Praise God. So it's not just I got it anyway, but you know, uh, I got it a certain way. Praise God. And that way is um, what gives us, let's say, points. So what am I living for? It's, it's not just to get it, but to get it a certain way. I can get it, you can get it, you can get it any way you want. Even a prophet can come and give you a certain way. Hallelujah. But God sees the inner workings. And so we want to check it properly, so that when we stand before eternity, before His seat, we will have something that we can rejoice in, along with our salvation. Oh man, if there was nothing else, just salvation enough is enough to just jump and leap for joy for the rest of your days. You can just be shouting all the way that your names are written in heaven. Woo! Glory to God. You can rejoice forevermore. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise. You can just be excited about that. My name is written in heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But then we are, we are meant to also have this way of thinking so that we have some additional benefits uh, in all eternity that gives another level of value and honor to your life. Imagine, from this earthly life, dust, ashes, this frame, this uh, feeble life that we have down here, we are able to actually have honor that endures forever, for the ages to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And of course, uh, the examiner is giving us an example of how he does the examination. How he's going to check these things. Do you love the Lord your God with all that you have? Praise God. And do you love your neighbor as yourself? Amen. Hallelujah. And then now beginning to esteem your brother better than yourself. Wow, that's the very mind of the Christ. So... We have to see that these are the motives that are 
pushing us forward. This is what it's all about. And we want to do it right, not by any compulsion from the flesh, uh, force from outside, because that also will be noticed. You wanted it badly, so you conformed, and then you got it. And then eventually, what was the reason? You know, of course, it has to be right judgment. God judges properly, and therefore, he must be honored with that pure, clear judgment. May he have mercy on us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. All right, let's look at uh, some more uh, thoughts there. Sometimes it's good to know how, how these things are going to turn out. Praise God. Let's go to Second Chronicles. There are things like that written in the scriptures. Amazing how Old Testament cannot be just cut off and thrown into the fire. And how you have to still go read those kind of things. Say, Don't you know it's written in Deuteronomy? That even if the prophet said the things and they came to pass and you got them. God is seeing whether you actually love him. Or whether you're going some other way. Whether your desires are some other way. Hallelujah. Interesting. And that's in the Old Testament there. And it's going to help us to see from the New Covenant also. We're saved. I believe you and I saved. Our names are written in heaven. Hallelujah. We are the church of the firstborn whose names are written in heaven. Glory to God. Let's go to 2 Chronicles. Observe there the 32nd chapter. So we are not introducing any legalism here. We are just introducing the mind of the Christ. This is how he thinks. This has to be also Included, Second Chronicles 32. And you will see here uh, a life of Hezekiah. If you remember his story, very interesting story. Among some of the first things I heard and read in the Bible, I was shocked to see that God would actually make uh, the shadow on the sundial go backwards for the healing of one person. Um, it was very amazing to me. I used to wonder, did he make the earth go backwards or forwards? How did he do this? You know, I used to wonder about it. But with God, he can make sure that nothing falls off. The glass of water would not fall. Everything would be in place. But at the same time, things would go backwards. You know, he's the almighty God. Is there anything too hard for him? (laughs) But what a sign he, you know, uh, worked for this man. Verse 25 It talks about him, however, he says, But Hezekiah rendered not again, according to the benefit done unto him, for his heart was lifted up. Therefore there was wrath upon him and upon Judah and Jerusalem. Wow, interesting. Let's see if we can pick up the story a little bit here and uh, read. Verse 20, And for this cause Hezekiah the king and prophet Isaiah the son of Amos prayed and cried to heaven. That was the story. He was dying. He wept bitterly. The word of the Lord had come to him. This was a conditional prophecy that if you obeyed and came in line, things could change. And he said, Get your house in order. You're going to die. You know, it was like that. Praise God. Verse 20, For this cause Hezekiah the king and prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, prayed and cried to heaven. So, 
uh, Isaiah also prayed. And uh, the king prayed and wept bitterly and turned to the wall, if you remember Isaiah 38 and so on. And the Lord said, sent an angel which cut off all the mighty men of valor, leaders and captains in the camp of the king of Assyria. And he turned with shame his face to his own land. When he was come into the house of his God, they that came forth of his own bowels slew him there with the sword. So he's talking about how the victory was won also for this Hezekiah during wars. The prophet Isaiah was still with him. But he was involved with him, very close to him. And victories were won, his enemies were defeated. Verse 22, thus the Lord, I mean, thus the Lord saved Hezekiah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem from the hand of Sennacherib. Remember Sennacherib or Cherib, whatever, however his name is pronounced. Wicked man, you know, uh, said that they would be disemboweled and they would become nothing before him. Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, from the hand of all other, guided them on every side. <clears throat> so God kept them through it all, Hezekiah. And how many brought gifts unto the Lord to Jerusalem and presents to Hezekiah, the king of Judah, so that he was magnified in the sight of all the nations from thenceforth. So this man became famous. For, you know, being blessed and gifts came to him and he was lifted up, magnified. And in those days was Hezekiah sick to the death and prayed unto the Lord. And he spake unto him and he gave him a sign. That was the sign of the sundial of Ahaz going backwards and so on. That 15 more years were given to him. So, but Hezekiah, after all that. But Hezekiah rendered not again. So during our emergencies and our tribulations, we may do the right thing, we may pray and, you know, we may get <coughs> healed and delivered or whatever, uh, come out of that situation. But then to maintain that is uh, what it's all about. But Hezekiah rendered not again, according to the benefit done unto him. Praise God. So I believe there's a rendering to the Lord because of the benefits we have received. And maintaining that heart and that attitude, for his heart was lifted up. Therefore was there wrath upon him and upon Judah and Jerusalem. Very interesting. Notwithstanding, verse 26 continues, Hezekiah humbled himself for the pride of his heart. Thank God we can always adjust. Uh, both he and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that the wrath of the Lord came not upon him in the days of Hezekiah. During his time, God still was able to hold back the wrath. And Hezekiah had exceeding much riches and honor. Nothing wrong with all that. And he made himself or treasuries for silver, for gold, for precious stones, for spices, for shields, for all manner of pleasant jewels. How pleasant are they? Storehouses also for the increase of corn, wine, oil. Stalls for all manner of beasts. Coats for uh, flocks. Moreover, he provided him cities and possessions of flocks and herds in abundance. For God had given him 
substance very much. This God is still the same. Praise God. This same Hezekiah also stopped the upper water course of Gihon and uh, brought it straight down to the west side of the city of David. Hezekiah prospered in all his ways. 31. Howbeit in the business of the ambassadors of the princes of Babylon who sent unto him to inquire of the wonder that was done in the land of God, in the land, God left him to try him that he might know all that was in his heart. Now the rest of the acts of Hezekiah and his goodness, behold, they are written in the vision of Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, and the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. Hezekiah slept with his fathers. They buried him in the chiefest of sepulchres of the sons of David. All Judah, inhabitants of Jerusalem, did him honor at his death. Manasseh, his son, reigned in his stead. Very interesting. Doesn't God know what is in your heart before you were born? Doesn't God know how you choose? He has seen everything from the beginning. But then there is a place where you have to experientially work it out. What he has already seen, he will work with us to bring forth what is good. But, you know, we have to also experience for ourselves that Yes, I myself did not go with you at that point. I went my own way. I had other desires. It was not really for you. I thought like natural people. All that will be played out and noted and recorded so that on that day, we'll have nothing to say but, well, we'll just say, thank God we're saved. And whatever I have done properly, I receive it. Amen. Not funny, but thank God for his mercy. Hallelujah. That God is actually checking our heart. That he might know all that was in his heart. And of course, notice that Hezekiah could adjust. And during his lifetime, uh, there was no wrath. But later on, it caught up with those people that came after him. He was honored and, you know, even in his death and, and so on and so forth. There's a lot in there. But you can see how vital it is that we appreciate that God is watching the inner operations. Is it in line with his way of doing things? Of esteeming the other person? Of uh, rendering to God? Of giving him thanks? Giving him honor? All of these things are going to matter in the scales when we stand before Jesus We're saved, hallelujah. However, all of these intricate things are being watched by the Lord himself. Hallelujah. All right, let's see if we can get these things down. Maybe from verse 21. Yeah, from 21 on to... I'm sure Sister Kripa will finish it so well to 33. 21 to 33. Glory to God. Aga Kartanu Tana Dutananu Karvisidanu, Avanu Ashurina Arasana Dandina Liruva Samasta Parakramashali Galanu, Nayakaranu, Adipati Galanu, Nirmula Madidanu, Hige Ivanu Lajja Mukadinda Tana Deshekir Tirugidanu, Avanu Tana Devara Mane Eli Praveshi Sidaga, Avana Hotelli Hutti Davaru, Avananu Kati in the Konduhaki Daru. 
ಹೀಗೆಯೇ ಕತ್ತನು ಹಿಚ್ಕಿಯ ನನ್ನು ಯರೂಸಲೇಮಿನ ನಿವಾಸಿಗಳನ್ನು ಅಶ್ಶೂರಿನ ಅರಸನಾದ ಸಂಘೇರೀಬನ ಕೈಯೊಳಗಿಂದಲೂ ಸಮಸ್ತರ ಕೈಯೊಳಗಿಂದಲೂ ರಕ್ಷಿಸಿ ಸಮಸ್ತ ಕಡೆಯಿಂದ ಅವರನ್ನು ನಡೆಸಿದನು ಅನೇಕರು ಯರೂಸಲೇಮಿನಲ್ಲಿರುವ ಕರ್ತನಿಗೆ ಅರ್ಪಣೆಗಳನ್ನು ಯಹೂದದ ಅರಸನಾದ ಹಿಚ್ಕಿಯನಿಗೆ ವಸ್ತುಗಳನ್ನು ತಂದರು ಅಂದಿನಿಂದ ಅವನು ಸಮಸ್ತ ಜನಾಂಗಗಳ ಸಮ್ಮುಖದಲ್ಲಿ ಉನ್ನತಕ್ಕೇರಿಸಲ್ಪಟ್ಟನು ಆ ದಿನಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಹಿಚ್ಕಿಯನ್ನು ಸಾಯುವ ರೋಗದಲ್ಲಿದ್ದದ್ದರಿಂದ ಅವನು ಕರ್ತನಿಗೆ ಪ್ರಾರ್ಥನೆ ಮಾಡಿದನು ಆಗ ಆತನು ಅವನ ಸಂಗಡ ಮಾತನಾಡಿ ಅವನಿಗೆ ಗುರುತನ್ನು ಕೊಟ್ಟನು ಆದರೆ ಹಿಚ್ಕಿಯನ್ನು ತನಗೆ ಆದ ಉಪಕಾರಕ್ಕೆ ತಕ್ಕಂತೆ ನಡೆಯದೇ ಇದ್ದನು ಅವನ ಹೃದಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಅಹಂಕಾರ ತುಂಬಿತ್ತು ಆದದರಿಂದ ಅವನ ಮೇಲೆಯೂ ಯಹೂದ ಯರೂಸಲೇಮಿನ ಮೇಲೆಯೂ ರೌದ್ರ ಉಂಟಾಯಿತು ಆದಾಗ್ಯೂ ಹಿಚ್ಕಿಯನ್ನು ಯರೂಸಲೇಮಿನ ನಿವಾಸಿಗಳು ತಮ್ಮ ಹೃದಯದ ಗರ್ವದ ವಿಷಯ ತಮ್ಮನ್ನು ತಾವು ತಗ್ಗಿಸಿಕೊಂಡದ್ದರಿಂದ ಹಿಚ್ಕಿಯನ ದಿವಸಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಕರ್ತನ ರೌದ್ರವು ಅವರ ಮೇಲೆ ಬರಲಿಲ್ಲ ಹಿಚ್ಕಿಯನಿಗೆ ಅತ್ಯಧಿಕವಾದ ಐಶ್ವರ್ಯವೂ ಘನವೂ ಇದ್ದದ್ದರಿಂದ ಅವನು ಬೆಳ್ಳಿ ಬಂಗಾರ ರಕ್ತ ಸುಗಂಧ ದ್ರವ್ಯ ಗುರಾಣಿಗಳಿಗೋಸ್ಕರವೂ ಎಲ್ಲಾ ವಿಧದ ಮನೋಹರವಾದ ಆಭರಣಗಳಿಗೋಸ್ಕರವೂ ತನಗೆ ಬೊಕ್ಕಸಗಳನ್ನು ಕಟ್ಟಿಸಿದನು ಇದಲ್ಲದೆ ಧಾನ್ಯದ ಹುಟ್ಟುವಳಿಯೂ ದ್ರಾಕ್ಷಾರಸವೂ ಎಣ್ಣೆಯೂ ಇವುಗಳ ನಿಮಿತ್ತವಾಗಿ ಉಗ್ರಾಣಗಳನ್ನು ಸಕಲವಿಧವಾದ ಪಶುಗಳ ನಿಮಿತ್ತವಾಗಿ ಕೊಟ್ಟಿಗೆಗಳನ್ನು ಕುರಿ ಮಂದೆಯ ನಿಮಿತ್ತವಾಗಿ ಹಟ್ಟಿಗಳನ್ನು ಮಾಡಿದನು ಇದಲ್ಲದೆ ತನಗೆ ಪಟ್ಟಣಗಳನ್ನು ದನಕುರಿಗಳ ಸ್ವಾಸ್ಥ್ಯವನ್ನು ಬಹಳವಾಗಿ ಮಾಡಿಕೊಂಡನು ದೇವರು ಅವನಿಗೆ ಬಹು ಹೆಚ್ಚಾಗಿ ಸಂಪತ್ತನ್ನು ಕೊಟ್ಟನು ಈ ಹಿಚ್ಕಿಯನ್ನು ಗಿಹೋನೆಂಬ ಮೇಲಿನ ಕಾಲುವೆಯನ್ನು ಮುಚ್ಚಿಬಿಟ್ಟು ಅದನ್ನು ದಾವೀದನ ಪಟ್ಟಣದಲ್ಲಿ ಪಶ್ಚಿಮ ದಿಕ್ಕಿಗೆ ಕಾಲುವೆಯಾಗಿ ಬರಮಾಡಿದನು ಹೀಗೆಯೇ ಹಿಚ್ಕಿಯನ್ನು ತನ್ನ ಸಮಸ್ತ ಕ್ರಿಯೆಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ವೃದ್ಧಿಹೊಂದಿದನು ಆದರೆ ದೇಶದಲ್ಲಿ ಅದ್ಭುತಕ್ಕೋಸ್ಕರ ವಿಚಾರಣೆ ಮಾಡಲು ಬಾಬೆಲಿನ ಅಧಿಪತಿಗಳಿಂದ ತನ್ನ ಬಳಿಗೆ ಕಳುಹಿಸಲ್ಪಟ್ಟ ರಾಯಭಾರಿಗಳ ಕಾರ್ಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಅವನು ತನ್ನ ಹೃದಯದೊಳಗಿದ್ದದ್ದನ್ನೆಲ್ಲ ತಿಳುಕೊಳ್ಳುವ ಹಾಗೆ ಅವನನ್ನು ಶೋಧಿಸುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ದೇವರು ಅವನನ್ನು ಬಿಟ್ಟುಬಿಟ್ಟನು ಹಿಚ್ಕಿಯನ ಮಿಕ್ಕಾದ ಕಾರ್ಯಗಳು ಅವನ ಒಳ್ಳೆಯತನವೂ ಇಗೋ ಅವು ಆಮೋಚನ ಮಗನೂ ಪ್ರವಾದಿಯೂ ಆದ ಯಶಾಯನ ದರ್ಶನದ ಪುಸ್ತಕದಲ್ಲಿಯೂ ಯಹೂದ ಇಸ್ರಾಯೇಲ್ ಅರಸುಗಳ ಪುಸ್ತಕದಲ್ಲಿಯೂ ಬರೆಯಲ್ಪಟ್ಟಿವೆ ಹಿಚ್ಕಿಯನ್ನು ತನ್ನ ಪಿತೃಗಳ ಸಂಗಡ ನಿದ್ರಿಸಿದನು ಅವರು ದಾವೀದನ ಮಕ್ಕಳ ಸಮಾಧಿಗಳಲ್ಲಿರುವ ಶ್ರೇಷ್ಠವಾದದರಲ್ಲಿ ಅವನನ್ನು ಹೂನಿಟ್ಟರು ಅವನ ಮರಣದಲ್ಲಿ ಸಮಸ್ತ ಯಹೂದದವರು ಯರೂಸಲೇಮಿನ ನಿವಾಸಿಗಳು ಅವನನ್ನು ಘನಪಡಿಸಿದರು ಅವನ ಮಗನಾದ ಮನ ಅಸ್ಸೆಯು ಅವನಿಗೆ ಬದಲಾಗಿ ಆಳಿದನು how he examines things and he has not changed hallelujah praise god let's look into the book of james the second chapter and uh, we need to be able to see this verse 26 for as the body without the spirit is dead so faith without works is dead also hallelujah you can see here that we are saved but these works are for rewards these works are for saints who are maturing hallelujah as we are developing as we are uh, being discipled we are becoming more and more faithful we are growing we want to produce works that will endure that will stay forever hallelujah so noticing here that without the body of course the person is dead without the spirit the person is dead we need both faith and works you cannot separate them hallelujah praise god let's hear james 226 also in canada uh, as we go forward 
ಆತ್ಮವಿಲ್ಲದ ದೇಹವು ಸತ್ತದ್ದಾಗಿರುವ ಪ್ರಕಾರವೇ ಕ್ರಿಯೆಗಳಿಲ್ಲದ ನಂಬಿಕೆಯು ಸತ್ತದ್ದೇ by works a man is justified and not by faith only amen so we need to be able to believe certain things think certain ways and then act them out and then we are uh, justified before god hallelujah there are things that have to be uh, brought forth because we are growing up and we can just sing our way to heaven we know we're saved but then there's a proof of your maturity of your development in works and uh, we need both to work together hallelujah praise god this is an interesting thought you know if you just have faith after some time it's all faith faith you don't do anything you just believe you know you become bored hallelujah and if it's just works 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 all the time you get tired and you just you know kind of blow up praise god but if you have faith and you got works also balancing along with it there's a blessedness about it amen, amen. otherwise it becomes a boring life and uh, you're not really excited amen but then there are others who are always doing things and they don't believe and speak and trust god and and they get also burnt up and messed up amen they like but you know thank god for his mercy that by the seed of god's word hallelujah uh your strength is renewed you are like the palm tree your youth and your uh strength come back to you and you are still bringing forth fruit in old age even if you're just starting you know at the very end of your life the power of the seed is not reduced hallelujah as long as it is planted properly in the word in the house of god connected to the purposes of god you know his own truth his own foundation his own ways of doing things there's no hindrance to fruit coming forth that will endure praise god god is a faithful god and so it is said i am not a you know horticultural guy um i'm not the agriculture guy but it is said that the palm tree produces its best fruits in the very last days that's very interesting and so we are compared to the palm tree and the cedar over there in the 92nd psalm hallelujah so we need to be able to do these things and examine our lives a little closely and see if we're coming up with any stuff that endures hallelujah and may mercy find us there praise god i think we need to read james 2:26 have we read that we have all right let's go to um 24 also in canada hege manushyanu kriyegalinda neetivantan endu nirnayisalpaduttane horatu bari nambikeyindallavendu neevu nodutthiri amen you can see here that god knew abraham's response god knew what he would do long before he did it hallelujah he knows what you will do he knows what you will act out but he waited for it to happen in in quote real time that abraham would choose like this and offer his son and believe god that god would raise him from the dead even if he were slaughtered on that altar and you know he did that so that abraham would know for himself and be assured that he had works that came from what he believed and uh, he was known as the friend of god 
Hallelujah. So there is a place, uh, you know, you can say, Lord, you know that I'll give you everything. And then when the point comes, we may not. Lord, you know my faith will move mountains. And when the point comes, we may not move even a molehill. So we need, we need to be able to develop our faith and start acting it out and doing it for the right reasons and see results. And that's what people are watching out for. God has already seen it. Others are waiting to see our works, how we are doing it. And they can see the intentions also, some, to some extent, how close they are to us. They can tell why we did what we did. But God sees our intentions and God sees everything already. Hallelujah. So let's begin to develop these kind of thoughts a little bit with reverence and flow for God's mercy in this day and hour. Hallelujah. Let's thank him for a minute as we close. Mantela se protocoposo. Vrideben gladis dombre nicadange el mento periste prudove vredike aladonge me crescente minsalto non grolo Father of mercies, God of all comfort, rutilembri mide grando livresti. Thank you for helping us to love you with all that we have, all that we are, and to love our neighbor and to love people. Ha 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 even as we love ourselves. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks that you are working in us, both to will and do your good pleasure, that which pleases you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the opportunity to live another day. Hallelujah. To be planted in your house. To be raised up in your nurture and admonition so that we will have enduring stuff and praise and honor will come from you on that day, O Lord, the one who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before that throne with exceeding joy. Oh, in the glory of God, we worship you, 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 we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we give you thanks. Precious Holy Spirit, thank you for helping us. Thank you, Lord, for taking hold of our lives. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We receive your benefits. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Something to think about. If you'd like to give, it's a great opportunity. Let's do it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We thank you for the benefit as we give. We receive good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. You cause men to give. Hallelujah. The earth yields. Angels work with us. In Jesus' name, you're blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Thank you, team. See you again.